welcome to the podcast, Spirit and Truth. Hope you are doing well today. So I had this moment where I was actually reading from the book of Ecclesiastes. And if you've ever read this book, there's a little bit of, man, it's just it's just kind of different from the rest of the books where the author here, Solomon, uh, the teacher, he's saying some things and you're just like, man, this, this dude, he's kind of depressing. I mean, everything is vanity, vanity, vanity. It's blowing in the wind. Um, I mean, the whole book, it just kind of feels like, you know, life just really stinks and then you die. Or he's like, hey, all of this cool stuff that I've done and I've built these houses and I've planted these vineyards and guess what? I'm just going to leave it to someone else and who knows if he'll be a fool with it or not. Uh, all of these things this, is this kind of experiment that he's doing. And he's seeking out all of these pleasures and wisdom. And he comes to this conclusion. Listen, I, I sought these things and it's just vanity. It's vapor. It's smoke. It's just blowing in the wind. It's here for a minute and then it's gone. I, I, I thought I'd find it in pleasure seeking, or I thought I'd find it in wisdom, or I thought I'd find it in hard work. And it's just kind of 12 chapters of just, yeah, it's all vanity. But in the middle of the book, and and little sprinkles throughout, we find glimmers of hope. And then he just goes right back to experimenting. Uh, Maybe one of the best glimmers of hope we found is in chapter 3. And it's a famous one. Uh, You might know it. It says something like this. It says, for everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh and a time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and time to gather them. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet. And then there's a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. Uh, and then the birds come out and they start singing, there's a season, turn, turn, turn. For those of you that are probably under the age of 40, you don't know what I'm talking about, but it's a really good song. And then he says this, he said, listen, but God makes everything beautiful in his time. And then the book continues and he goes right back to it. And yeah, yeah, I've surveyed and I've looked at the human condition and it's just, it's terrible and we're all in trouble and it's all vanity. Now here's what's interesting is that this book, this book of Ecclesiastes, these 12 chapters, it would be read, there's uh, different Jewish traditions and, and, and it would be read at the Feast of Tabernacles. This whole book would be read at this feast. And the tabernacles, which is really interesting, is uh, this is a time where there's great celebration going on. There's harvest and there's blessings. It's the end of the agricultural year. And so there's just this overall sense of 
gratefulness and thankfulness and celebrating everything that God has done. Uh, it's also just a remembering of, uh, of listen, we, we were slaves in Egypt, Egypt and God delivered us and brought us out. And, and, and all that time we were in the wilderness, God took care of us. He provided for us. And, and this would be the atmosphere of the Feast of Tabernacles. And yet this is the book that they would read, which makes really like, whoa, whoa, wait, hold on. Out of all of the things that you could read, this is going to be your text. Like, just imagine. I mean, great celebration. Imagine a wedding and, and, and the preacher gets up there and the text that he chooses to read isn't 1 Corinthians 13 and this great love, but he chooses, no, no, we're going to read from Ecclesiastes. All is vanity. Uh, it's blowing in the wind. All of your hard work is just nothing. Like, what? Or, or, or imagine it's your, your kid's graduation. They're graduating from high school. They're graduating from college, and, and there's great celebration. Ah, you've done it. Uh, hats are being thrown in the air, and the party is going. The dean then walks onto the stage and begins to read something like this. Everything is meaningless, completely meaningless. Completely meaningless. I'll say this myself. Come on, let's try different things. Let's try different pleasures of life. I tried those, but those two were meaningless. So I said, laughter, it's just silly. What good does it do to seek pleasure? After much thought, I decided to cheer myself with wine. Yeah, but that was meaningless too. I mean, imagine, like, this is the talk to the graduates. No, we would not do this. We would not read this text. And yet, Israel did. So maybe we're missing something about the book. Maybe there's something that the writers have here that we're not catching on to, that God's saying that we miss because we wouldn't read this in the celebration. Um, and I think maybe there's a little bit of a clue to it in chapter three because there's this just epic poem, uh, and it leads us to a little bit of insight because we read this poem, and the part of us is to say that I, I, there's two competing ideas here. There's two opposites. There's love, and there's hate, and there's laughter, and there's crying, and there's uh, grieving, or there's dancing, or there's speaking, or they're quiet, like all these things. And we, we look at them as they're kind of conflicting, but the writer says here, listen, God makes all of these things beautiful in his time. God is in all of this. He's in the joy and he's in the pain. He's in the life and the death, the cries and the laughter. See, I think we, we like just the first part of it or the last, like we love the joy, right? We love the life. We love the laughter, but the author's saying, no, no, no. God is also in the pain and in the hard stuff. And, and we love the peace, but no, no, God's also in the war. We love to put things in their little boxes and say, hey, just this is where these things belong. And God's a part of this and God's not a part of that. And God couldn't be in that thing. And yet Israel would read this book in the congregation, during celebrating and harvest and thankfulness and plenty, 
And they would go out and they would, they would dwell in these tents. This is many years after they came out of the wilderness, all to remember. Hey, yet remember, God was there too. He was there when we didn't have anything and we, we dwelt in these tents in the desert and he's with us now as we have these vineyards and these houses and as we feast from the harvest, God's in that too. Because remember, when we were in that desert, our shoes didn't wear out. God supplied all of our needs. He supplies in the harvest. He also supplies in the planting. He supplies in the tents. He supplies in the castle. He's God in life and in death and in tearing down and in building up. And he's not just God, but he's good in the laughter and in the cries, in the war and the peace. And everything is beautiful in his time. Now, here's something that I find really interesting. This is for my life. Uh, sometimes we look at this and we, we always say that like the times and there's certain times and season. And then even that we want to constrict it to one thing. But what I found for me that oftentimes these times and these seasons are bound together. That the tearing down and the building up can happen in the same season. Like right now, the, the church, we're in this renovation project. And so there's tearing down. We're tearing down walls. We're throwing out. And at the same time, we're building up. Uh, the same thing with, with love and with hate. I have this friend who I absolutely love to death. And at the same time, I absolutely hate the effects that addiction is having on his life and what it's doing to him. Uh, and, and being born and die, like there's this realization as a Christian that our last breath on this earth will be our first breath in heaven with Jesus in this new life. And it happens all at the same time. And, and there's a time to be quiet and a time to speak. And, and I found that, listen, when I finally get to that moment where I could enter into the silence is where I could finally hear what God's been saying all along, all in the same season connected, war and peace. There's one writer in the scriptures. He says it like this. Uh, he'll lead me to lie down in green pastures. He'll, he'll make a very table in the presence of my enemies. We could walk through this valley of the shadow of death, and I could have no fear at all. Enemies could be all around me, and I can experience the peace that passes all understanding. All things beautiful in his time, harvest and desert, war and peace, abundance and lack. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I think the reason and part of it is why they would read this at this festival is that we would remember, like, while it may all seem as everything is meaningless and vapor is smoke. Nah, the reality is God is working in all things. He's working in your harvest. He's working in your desert. And so that's why the writer comes to this conclusion at the end of the book. I said, just fear God, obey his commands because he sees everything.
And, and if that moment comes where the dean of students walks across that stage and begins to read from Ecclesiastes in this time of great joy, it's not cause for concern. Actually, it's even more celebration, more remembering that, hey, God is in that too. When your neighbor is getting on your last nerves, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. God is in that too. When, when your cupboards are, are, are full and there's plenty of food, or whether it's completely empty and it looks like a desert, God is in that too. If your barns are overflowing or if they're empty, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no God's doing something there too. So maybe we should read the book of Ecclesiastes more often. Join in with the teacher and realize, ah, it's not all vanity, but everything matters. And when our experimenting comes to an end, the end of trying to find ultimate fulfillment in something that's outside of God, what we'll find is that he's been there all along in his time. For everything, there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven. Grace and peace.